O'Brien's there, he lets Bruce take it, tries to create a way for him, and look at this. Rough end deep in the pocket. Burgoyne over the top, can run into the open goal. Hawks have got four. Long ball, here it comes, McAvoy! Big boy McAvoy! Bruce, the stiff arm was absolutely sensational, and the kick was good as well. O'Brien to Langford, just sneaks away from Luke McDonald. Goes long towards Burgoyne, one-on-one. He had the position, has the mark, and has the goal. With a respectable win over North Melbourne, mathematically possible remains the catch cry of the Hawthorne faithful. Yes, finals are still a chance. And that's not the only talking point this week with re-signings and retirements on the agenda. So let's get down to business. Welcome to the most must-hear show for all fans of the Hawthorne Footy Club, the Hawk Talk Podcast. My name is Nick Mason, and joining me is a man who, under podcast free agency, could soon join our new rivals, the North Talk Podcast. What is this I'm hearing from Trade Whisperer to just rub the salt in the wound of all people? What's going on, Tiz? Have you listened to it yet? Because I didn't. I just of course read the, I haven't listened to it. I just read the titles. You tipped me off about this. You you found how did you find these guys? The North Talk Podcast. I was just retweeted. By one of the AFL media buffs. Right. Or liked something. I'll like tell that. you what, you miss one live tweeting sesh and suddenly people are all over your turf, you know? <laughs> I mean, the Hawk Talk podcast, the North Talk podcast. Can't get much closer. And it's yet, a, very, very distant. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a little insulting, frankly. Although, I will give them some props. I mean, good on them for turning up late in the season, unlike their team. Oh. <laughs> uh, I bet they're not listening. <laughs> no, of course they're not listening. Might learn a thing or two if they did, frankly. Um, rate and review us on iTunes, listeners. Uh, we got some new reviews in, a couple of five-star reviews as well in, the, in this we? week. Yeah, that was really good. It was a bit of a call to arms, so people responded, and that was nice. Uh, we're also on SoundCloud podcast apps that sort of thing hit us up at hawk talk pod on twitter we love hearing from you and uh yeah we we were kind of absent uh because of my going away party i'm, I'm off to canada or canadia as tiz seems frankly obsessed with calling it i don't know why why do you find it so funny i don't shouldn't they be canadans <laughs> well rather than canadians if it's not canadia yeah yeah perhaps. look i'm i'm just gonna be polite and respectful of their culture tiz i need them to welcome me with open arms and then I can do what I want later. <laughs> See, it's not... Ameri- That's the plan. It's not Americans or Americans. <laughs> Who knows what it'll it's be Americans. next week. <laughs> we have no idea what's happening. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, we did miss the game for the most part, being it might going away, but we both... We, we didn't feel like we missed much. No. I mean, we both made efforts to catch up and... Boy, was it arduous to do so, because it was a solid yet unremarkable win over opposition that, frankly, is playing like it doesn't really care about four points right now. And you can't really blame them. That's the position they're in. It Why would like you a, care? It looked like a fairly slow game. Like, yeah, I think... It wasn't, wasn't played with too much passion or... No, I think even BT said at one point it was uh, bruise-free footy. I, I guess, you know... We played fine. We weren't seriously challenged all day. No, but we... Uh, I mean, to illustrate the point, Hawthorne had 28 shots with a 64% accuracy. Okay. Finishing with 116 against their expected 106. Now, we haven't done that very often this year. We've exceeded expectations. Yes, but then so did North. 20 shots, 70% accuracy. Expected 72, actual 89 so that just illustrates that so, the pressure was not cooking. Well, north exceeding expectations. Is there going to be some sort of parade in the <laughs> bye week? Like when when do they schedule it? Mind you, they'd only get about 5,000 people to that too. So North weren't too bad. Like were they? I I just it just no, felt like just a game that was over before it began. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. They weren't Horrible by any stretch, but and, it's just it was, and that sort of pours water on a few really good performances by some of our boys. It does, yeah. We'll, we'll get to there, but I, you know, I just I feel a bit like Gordon Ramsay calling this game bland and flavorless, <laughs> but it's what it was. But you're right, there were some good performances. I mean, if you were among those that lamented the absence of Luke Hodge mm. last week against the Tigers, there was nothing in this game to sway you. Like you know, you could you wouldn't have changed your mind because with Hodge back, yeah. we looked like a much better side. You have to admit, yeah, twenty nine disposals to Hodgie, and it yeah. was a consistent effort. Yep, 
Half a K meters gained. Some some Uh, real classic Hodge moves as well, like vintage stuff. Uh, 72.4 disposal efficiency, nine marks. Uh, He he really turned back the clock. It was his last game in Tassie, so good on him. I think he went out in style with his last showing down there. Yeah, 23 uncontested possessions, so, you know, he was going about it fairly easily. One of our listeners, Matt, felt that our runners were really good on the weekend. I'm inclined to agree. I, th- I think yeah, our they got the messages out really quick. <laughs> well, I see what you did there. No, our speedier players got the job done. We got the lightning quick Isaac Smith, who was one of our best. 29 touches, slotted two goals. Yeah, very like efficient that. day. Like that very much. Hartung was prolific too, collecting 26. Has he hit a bit of a purple patch of form tears? Yeah, something to do with his contract. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing how that happens. Yeah. <laughs> While Hendo was uh, probably a bit of an unsung hero for mine, I was reading that during the week. Funny that, being the Phantom. Yeah, he finally uh, he showed up. Mind you, when he does show up, he tends to bob up with a couple of goals he, I think too. He, I think he does like Tassie though, doesn't he? He's had a couple of good yeah. games down there. Do you know who I thought, looking at the stats sheet, just couldn't be bothered? <laughs> okay, who? Sean Burgoyne. <laughs> yeah, well. Well, he kicked a couple yeah. of goals and didn't get a touch for most of the day. Well, when you've had <laughs> a pretty stunning highlight reel throughout the season, just, you've come out and said you want to stay with the Hawks. Your coach has come out and said we'd, we'd be happy to have you. I mean, you can't really blame him for putting the cue in the rack on some <laughs> occasions. <laughs> yeah, he... Uh, well, you know, he didn't have to do much. But that was the point. I think it was very good for our man- management on the weekend. Yeah. Coming coming into the, the finals. Uh, ooh, you've ooh, said it. Ooh, <laughs> I nearly stumbled over finals. But um, <laughs> well, it's, such it's a distant still memory possible. Now. It is still possible. We need to... We need and the to... odds have increased since last week. Don't forget that. What, to 3%? Yeah, it's about 3.27, something like that. Maybe. It's maybe, not nothing. Yeah. I mean, like we said last week, 1% is not nothing, and now it's increased. Yeah. What what do we need to go right? Do you know off the top of your head? I know we need... Okay, bombers so to, bombers in- need to lose one of their two, right? So uh, only one of the teams above us and before sixth can win two games. Everybody else can only win one. We've there, still got is, a chance. Is there an easier way of spelling it out to people? Because I think off the top of their heads, they won't be able to... Okay, so anyone between us yep. and six spots... Yep. If two of those sides win two games, it's curtains for Hawthorne. Okay. What about if only one wins two games? Well, Is we that only fine? Need one spot, so you can get that seventh or eighth spot. Okay, from, brilliant. Yeah. That seems, when you lay it out like that, that seems really doable. It does until you read the, the form <laughs> line for Melbourne and Essendon. <laughs> yeah. And then, I don't like who And is. then we have to beat Carlton and, and the Dogs, of course. I, well, you know my feelings about Carlton and the dogs. <laughs> that I, prophecy hashtag. Oh, the, prof- tell you the what. prophecy. The round twenty three prophecy is in full swing. That is going to probably peak in it's, Canada. Mate, it's, it, <laughs> it's gonna. It's gonna be. You will hear me all the way from Ontario, <laughs> Ontario, Ontario. Tomato, tomato. You'll find uh, out. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure I will within seconds. Just don't say Canadian. They won't let you in. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've got that part down. Thanks, Tiz. Um, yeah. No, you, you'll hear me all the way from the other side of the world if we win that. <laughs> That's going to be amazing. Hashtag the prophecy. Hashtag round 23. Get on it. At Hawk Talk Pod. Join in the fun. <laughs> it's going to be great when the Bulldogs miss the finals because of us. Oh, they're, they're going to be... Uh, I, I don't think they're playing that well. No, so they're not. They wouldn't do any damage in the in the finals. No, absolutely not. No, no. They're... Uh, to, to coin a phrase from uh, Amanda Iannucci's In The Loop, Western wow. Bulldogs would be meat in the room. They don't really serve a purpose. <laughs> They're not there to contribute. They're just making up the numbers. <laughs> room meat. Yeah, they are room meat. Um, I want to get back to the game for a second. Sicily's strong second half of the season continued. Yeah. He's crucial once again, collecting 27 touches, 88.9% efficiency, clunking nine marks. He's just uh, like really settled well. Like He's consistently in our best right now. It's been like that for weeks. Yeah, so 12 intercepts to Sicily. Yeah, wow. That's massive. Yeah. And um, i tell you who else was really good. Mm. Luke Bruce. Yeah, yeah, he was. Well, four goals. It was four straight, wasn't it? Four straight and 20 pressure acts with four assists and 11 scoring involvements, only rivaled by Isaac Smith, who had 12 scoring involvements. Very nice. Any chance Bruce could turn on that form against... 
quality opposition. Oh, that, so harsh. Jesus. He, <laughs> I knew I'd be. He's the longest contracted player at Hawthorne, so just watch yourself. He's. Uh, <laughs> I've got to put. Yeah, I've got to uh, got to watch myself for a few years. If we want him on this pod, I better walk the company line. I think. Oh yeah. Uh, um, now, what about Ryan Burton? Speaking of Sicily's consistency before, how Ryan Burton doesn't win the Rising Star at this point? Yeah, is he should ridiculous. have been nominated four or five times by now. Yeah. I mean, he's been the most consistent nominee for mine. Like, obviously, being a Hawthorne podcast, there's going to be the expected bias. You know, we wouldn't be doing our jobs if there wasn't. But I did see a tweet that yeah. was um, Andrew McGrath had kept Eddie Betts to zero goals. Big shit. So did Blake Hardwick, didn't he? And who? Angus Litherland. Oh, I should have seen that coming. <laughs> And Strats, of course, yeah, he's strats. done it as well. Yeah. So, um, yeah, no props to you, uh, Andy. Big shit, Andy McGrath. You, who are you? Just, just You're not what? Ryan Burton. He's a famous Canadian. That's who he no. is. <laughs> oh, no, I've done it again. <laughs> I've done it again. I'm putting my foot in it all over the place, this podcast. <laughs> I can't help myself. Uh, this is going to be great. Oh, boy. Um, we've had some re-signings during the week. I mean, we had that really solid but unspectacular game, but it was backed up by... Um, a week that's been chock full of news for the Hawthorne Footy Club. Uh, top of the re-signings, we just signed two-time Premiership Ruckman, Ben McAvoy. Big boy. Yeah, he's had a terrific season. Probably his best for our club. Yep, career best form, uh, I would say. And go, go close to the uh, Peter Crimmins. Yeah, definitely. As we've discussed on podcasts previous to this, uh, judging by player ratings, he's Hawthorne's number one player, mm. which is somewhat surprising. When, I think I think most com- people yeah that's compared across positions yeah across I, the league so I, I think most people would have tipped Mitchell out against other Ruckland yeah yeah um, we've got Blake Hardwick for another two now years didn't he well. have a really good game on the weekend have you got these stats oh no I just meant watching him he looked just he looked absolutely terrific sixteen disposals I mean he's def- uh, disposal efficiency was only sixty nine percent but oh, he's, um, lo- he's lowered his colours there. it's usually fantastic yeah but. He had a, I think he had a couple of centre clearances. It was pretty awesome. Right. I really enjoyed watching him. He looked determined and aggressive, and and I can see a real future in him. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I'm happy to have him in the in the back line. I, you know, other than the odd concussion, I don't know how he loses his spot. To be honest, he's great. Uh, so we've got both those players to the end of 2019, which is great. That was. Uh, so were you taken aback by that news? Was that a surprise? It just came out of. Nowhere, I didn't expect we'd have contract news just all of a sudden. I oh, know they'd be working behind the scenes. I'm still, I'm sure they're trying to get Sicily to sign. You'd hope so. There's a lot of rumblings on Twitter about that. <laughs> yeah. People are desperate for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. The trade whisperer. Do you have anything <laughs> to say about that yet? Well, you tell me, mate. I don't <laughs> follow him. You don't follow him? Of course, I don't follow him. Oh, don't you just have like a hack account where you follow him though? <laughs> I tell you, if anyone's got Tony Sheen's number, I'll give him a call. <laughs> How about that for following him? <laughs> Um, what about the future of John O'Rourke? We're talking contracts. Um, yeah, so uh, he's at the end of his, and yep. he's just looking like he's going to come back and play VFL footy. So, uh, but the the, the noise, the noise from Hawthorne is that they'll give him another year, I think. And after that, I think if he gets struck down with injury again, that kind of has to be it, right? Well, you think it depends, doesn't it? I mean, if he comes out and he plays a blinder, you'd probably. Look mm-hmm. at keeping him on. But he had terrific form coming into the year and yeah. just very unlucky for him. Yeah, it was. It looks like this could be his year to like really cement his spot if he was given some opportunities, but didn't work out that way. Uh, hopefully, you know, Hawthorne do invest in him and it comes good next year. I guess we'll see. What about Jurey? Yeah, well, we spoke last week about this. Um, mm. Might be gone. Was, I know last week he was virtually invisible. So, yeah. well, he, he man Langford. Yeah. yeah. Well, it wasn't just Jure's problem. It was our forward line was famously dysfunctional last week. But, um, yeah, Jure, milestone man this week, is he? 100 games. There you go. Congrats to, uh, congrats to Doc. And we wish him well in his future endeavours. <laughs> he might be staying. Oh, maybe. I hope, I he, just, I hope he does. Where? Where, he's a good where do you player. put him? Oh, yeah, but he might be, but, but there's be, no room. He'd be attracting really good offers. I mean, he's a triple premiership player. Well, this, this is what I'm saying. If, if he's attracting good offers, I think we need to take them. Where, well, where when, do you, what are we going to get for him? Well, I don't know, but w- w- how are we going to use him if we keep him? 
Yeah, that's true. And he's taken, mean, and Clarko's moved him on from his natural position. Oh, he had to. And he played a lot in the that, twos this that, year. That wasn't uh, a, a Lance Franklin type manoeuvre. No, I'm, I'm pretty sure it is. For Doctor A, I think you might be overstating his importance slightly by suggesting that. Well, geez, I'm having a go at our team today, aren't I? We've gone Luke Bruce, Doctor A. Never know what I'll say next. I'm getting out of the country. No one's going to be able to find me anyway. So, <laughs> oh, I've enjoyed Bruce's year actually. Uh, it's been hit it's been and up and down, but yep. at least he performs. You know, he's, he's well, incredibly durable. Yeah, and that's he, true. T- he shows up every week. He mightn't kick the goals every week, but he gets the opportunities. His best is awesome. Like Bruce, at his best, is one of my favourite players. Absolutely, but he's always involved in scoring chains. It's not like yeah. he's invisible. Yeah. yeah, that's fair enough. But back to Jure, I you know, started as a backman. Mm. There's no room at the end there anymore. I mean, even oh. even the guys we've got to come back in, they're struggling. They've put him Who behind you- the ball the last couple of weeks a few times. Yeah, but he seems to have you know again teaming up with Langford as like the small forward contingent. Yeah. When Rioli and... He if might we, have got bored. Players get bored. What, so we just try and rejuvenate? Mm. Yeah, well, he might become interested again, but there's no spot for him. Players get bored. I, I was reading um, Jack Watts got bored. Isn't he meant to be coming to Hawthorne? Isn't that the scuttlebutt? You and, you and your trade whispering nonsense. <laughs> this is all the one guy, isn't it? No, no, he hasn't said that. But um, there is rumours that uh, he's on the trade table for Melbourne. Would we want Jack Watts? Um, don't know. Yeah, I, I can't can't decide on that. It's, yeah, it's so much between the ears with Jack. I think. Yeah, that's very. He's true. got all the skills. And this is the thing: do we need two players that have it all between the ears? Because we've got Ty Vickery, so maybe just one of those projects at a time. Well, eh? I'm surprised they haven't played Ty again. They should. This week, maybe. <clears throat> What's Tim O'Brien doing? Is he seeing the world on fire at the moment, or because that would be the obvious exchange? I think. Yeah, well, Timmy, Timmy's been pretty good. Yeah, but it's been serviceable. I thought he was better earlier in the year. But a lot, a lot of our younger players were looking quite tired on the weekend. Yeah, yeah, that's that happens with a young team. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, what about Sean Makers? What about him? Well, does he stay? Is there a spot for him as well? As much as I question Jeray, put question marks Mate, over his head. we've got so many retirees, there'll be spots. Not really. Like, what position do these guys play? Well, sure, he can go anywhere, basically. Yeah, but how do they get into the 22, barring injuries? Well, they, it's not all about the 22. Remember, a squad rent, <laughs> wins a premiership. Yeah, okay, sure. But you're talking about a guy who's well within his rights to look elsewhere for opportunities. I mean, other clubs. He sounds fairly loyal to me, Shuey. Yeah, well, he's, yeah, he did come he out, sounds, what, two weeks ago. He and sounds say, like he really wants a contract. Yeah. And the club have looked after him. He's got everything he wanted out of the club, oh, to look, be honest. Well, that's the thing. Like, I guess, you know, if he's happy, I just, I doubt if he's going to get much senior game time. Why? Vickery can't keep him out now. Well, not now. I think, look, my optimistic view is that Vickery eventually turns the corner. And I hope he does. I think that'd be great. Um, not just because I want to win. I just think it sounds like he's gone through a dreadful time in his personal life. Um, it'd be nice to see him turn it around. However, that could be at the expense of show and makers. He might need a preseason. Yep. You don't yep. know what's going on there, really. No, he that's might, right. He might not come in fit enough. Uh, it sounds like a confluence of factors. I think we'll... Um, might be the old Daniel Wells. Who knows? Yep, exactly. Um we're talking about re-signings and future prospects. Let's look at a guy who won't be there next year. He's called time in his career. Josh Gibson, 160 games with Hawthorne, three premierships. That's the uh, 2013, 14, and 15. The three-peat, All-Australian in 2015, and a two-time Hawks best and fairest, 2013 and 15. Yeah, one of my favourite players at the family days. Yeah. Really good bloke. Like, he was always happy and cheerful, shook your hand. He looks like it. He looks like a fun bloke. And fantastic with the kids. Yeah, right. I really loved Gippo. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's good. He, he he gave you a buzz. Yeah, You know right. how some of the players, you, uh, you're a bit nervous? Yeah. But um, with Gibbo, it just felt like you were greeting a mate. Very happy, very... Because um, let's be honest, some players do not want to be there. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's true. I think some of them are just as nervous as we are, to be honest. 
Maybe some of the younger guys. Yeah. Yeah, but it, yeah, every now and again, you come, I'm not going to name names. I've named enough names this podcast. <laughs> I don't need to get myself into more trouble. I've <laughs> never really noticed that. I've been to a couple of other family days for other clubs and I have noticed that yeah, particularly. Yeah, what, what, what other family days have you been to? Uh, I've been to Melbourne. What? How has this happened? Nah, it just happens. <laughs> okay. <All> Nothing right. <laughs> sus. No story behind this one. <laughs> and uh, yeah, anyway, there weren't many people at that one. No, I was going to say, did you go on a dare or? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway. The, uh, <laughs> Moving swiftly along. It wasn't a great day. No. You've been to been. the Sydney ones. Yeah, that's because my girlfriend's a Sydney supporter. I've been, I think, to three family days. Yeah. Each worse than the last. <laughs> well, the highlight was meeting Buddy and telling him that I'm a Hawthorne supporter. And he, and went, had, and he smiled and nodded and reminisced. Well, well yeah. He looked wistfully into the distance, <laughs> reflected upon those good old days when he won premierships. And Tippett wasn't playing with him. <laughs> exactly right. Yeah, no, but I, I legitimately, I, this is something I did. I said to him, like, oh, I'm a Hawthorne supporter. He was my swan supporting girlfriend. Um, I just want to say, like, it was a, it's always a pleasure watching you play, even now. Even so thanks. now. Even yeah, well, because well, I'm not a swan supporter. Hmm. So I said, even now, it's great to see you play. And he, he smiled, he said, thanks. Especially when you can't. Beat us in a grand final. <laughs> the, the people around him, the other, the Swan staff has had a bit of a chuckle at it as well. Oh, did they? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a good moment. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, I don't think I could take that much further. I mean, if I put it in front of him, the DVD of Buddy Bonanza, Why not? do you reckon he'd sign Oh, absolutely. No way. That is the height of arrogance Why? on my part. Because it's, it's a, not a Hawthorne day. He's probably got it on repeat in the toilet at home. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. That's what I do find strange. The players that reckon they don't watch their winning premierships. Are what, there players that? that don't? Yeah, Dipper hasn't watched a few. Um, really? They always claim that they haven't watched the premiership back. Bob Murphy, who's retiring, of course, he said that he hasn't watched the 2016 grand final again. Yeah, it's because it's not his premiership. Oh, have I touched a nerve here, Chief? Well, it's not his premiership. Now, Josh Gibson and Bob Murphy retired on the same day. Oh. I'm a little sick and tired of Bob Murphy being elevated as like this all-conquering hero. I mean, he's a he's a feel-good story, but I don't know to what extent that's true. He, I, I legitimately had to go onto Wikipedia, which, as we know, famously the best source on the internet to find out his accomplishments. Yeah, oh. there's not many. It's his. There's not look. I just such a nice bloke. No, that's not good enough for me. (laughs) That's no. That's be a nice bloke doing something else. Then if you're if you're a nice bloke, he's intelligent and quirky, and he writes about football in a different way. Yeah, he can have that. But when we're celebrating someone's career, Josh Gibson is head and shoulders above Bob Murphy. Yeah, he got a lot more out of his career, Josh. Like. And and isn't that the point? And he, like in his discipline, Gibson was better. Now I know it's not like people are looking at Bob Murphy and saying, "Well, he's clearly the, the best retiree this week." Like that, no one's saying that. But I kind of think they are. You know, I think Gibson deserves his limelight just a little bit more. Do you remember when we? Uh, do you remember Josh Gibson before he got to Hawthorne? I don't really know. He used to really worry Franklin out of contests. It was quite ridiculous because you'd be like, come on, it's just Gibson. What yeah, are you doing? I, I, I news quality. And then but, um, we had all those backline worries. Yeah. And we finally got Gibbo across. And I remember going with my dad to see the preseason game against the, you know, the ever terrible Western Bulldogs. Yep. And they had Barry Hall and he kicked five and a half or something yeah, on Gibbo. Right. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, well, that, that fix didn't work. <laughs> You know, back to the drawing board, Clarko. Yeah. Especially after Mitchell had saved his job. And... <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, with that tackle on Tuck. Well, I was going to say, you know, the ultimate shame is, I think, on YouTube, there is footage of that tackle on Tuck. Mm. It's just, it's not great footage. Is it? I just, no. I think it's very low res, very low quality. God, I remember it, it like it was yesterday. I wouldn't yeah, need to so, watch it. Oh, it's great. It's, it's, it's just such a good a tackle. classic tackle. If anyone and does Gibbo's have footage had, of that. And Gibbo's had moments like that too in critical oh, matches. Yeah, for sure. If anyone has footage of that tackle, by the way, at Hawk Talk Pod, link us. I'd love to see it in better quality than it's <laughs> available at right now on YouTube. Um, but, you know, Gibbo, 
Gibbo to me is is a bit like Campbell Brown. Yep. In that he had to, which I think Clarko mentioned, mm. they just take on opponents that are bigger and stronger and yep. and taller than them, and they bring them down to their level. They compete. They scrap. They yeah. Do anything to just level the contest. It's fantastic player for us for me it's um you know continuing on with that ethos of uh you know lose a soldier or replace a soldier mm. i felt like josh gibson was almost like calling in reinforcements oh yeah like it's almost like he the, was suddenly there with his fist yeah it's like the ball is is mid-flight and it's almost like hawthorne's gone we need reinforcement we need air support stat and then all of a sudden gibson's there he comes but, in yeah it uh, was just such a good team player but he wasn't just there to nullify yeah. If there was something, if one of our players was in trouble, Gibbo was always the option for the hands. Do you yes. remember that? Yeah. And he'd yeah. always present as an option to take the really, really um, heavy ball, you know? Yeah. It had come out to him from the back of the pack and he'd have three people trying to tackle him and he'd twist and turn and somehow he'd get a kick away. Yeah. And that's we, what he added to his game. He added that control the ball. He added that attacking flair. Which is why I think it was so... Uh, easy to be critical of him at the start of this year. It really felt like he'd lost a lot, but you know that's that's one of the things. I, not me specifically, but I saw someone on our Twitter feed call out people who are being somewhat nostalgic over mm. Gibbo and celebrating his career, being like, "Well, you know, you were in the chorus of haters earlier this year," and I don't, I don't think being critical of his season twenty seventeen disqualifies disqualifies you from celebrating his accomplishments and the player he once was, especially because the root of people being critical of Gibbo was because he was so amazing to begin with. So he, he sort of came down from that cloud just a little bit and all of a sudden it was like the world was ending because <laughs> that's just how good he was, that any drop in that was like just shocking. Yeah, but with a bloke like Gibbo, is just such a trier and a competitor. Yeah. As soon as they lose a little bit, yeah, it's so noticeable. It is, and we've been, you know, I mean, you go back to his accomplishments, not only treated to a three-peat, but a three-peat in which he was twice best and fairest. That is ridiculous. Now, when you say that, he's only challenged at Hawthorne by Lee Matthews with Mm. three best and fairest in premiership years, and Jason Dunstall with two in 88-89. There you go. So he's a a Hawthorne legend. Absolutely. Uh, we, uh, you know, <laughs> but I want to point out mm. that the Brownlow medal in no way reflects <laughs> Josh Gibson's standing no. because he hardly polled in those years. And uh, then last year, 2016, he got 10 votes, the highest tally for his career. Right, there you go. There you go. Incredible. Works in mysterious ways. You know game. why he polled votes? Why? Because he kicked a goal. <laughs> That's a, wasn't that a good goal? No, uh, in, in a couple of those games, he kicked a goal. Yeah. And uh, I think his average when he kicks a goal is two Brownlow votes. <laughs> well, his first goal, though, against West Coast. <laughs> that was amazing. The roar of the crowd yeah. when he gets the ball. That one's available on YouTube. That's what I love about crowds. Yeah. They don't They don't just have one roar. They have that roar of expectation that then yeah. turns into delight that then, you know, if incredible. You, it, that, that very thing you've described, my one of my favourite goals of all time sums that up. It's uh, Luke Bruce in the 2013 Grand Final where he sharks Sandilands oh, tap. Oh, yes. That is classic where you've got the, almost like the preliminary roar of like, oh, Oh my God, something good's about to happen. And then he puts it on the boot and it sails through and that people was, go bananas. That was a shock because it was just so quick. That's why I love it so he much. He sharked that like you that, wouldn't believe. That, that is why it's one of my favourite because it's like there was nothing anyone could do about it. It was and so it was ruthless and definitely efficient. definitely going through. Yeah. Oh, it was such a... And that, come on, that, that Smith goal. Well, that's the thing. Like this, That just, was just unbelievable how high and long that went. Yeah. I mean... You know, this is where we're really blessed as supporters <laughs> across all across all three of those grand finals. Absolutely, there's just so many good moments. But yeah, I mean, for mine, I think Bruce sums up what you were just talking about. Um, yeah, we do have to move on from Gibbo in do more we? ways than one. Well, in more ways than one, um, we've got to figure out a way to progress forward as a club. I think we've we've already started to do that. Our backline's looking good, but uh, we're talking about champion backman. Tis retiring. Champion backmen who have made it at an elite level. And Al has hit us up on Twitter. One of our fans, Al, has hit us up at Hawk Talk Pod 
He's asked us. He's put a special request in. He wants a tribute to Zach Dawson. One of our own from back in the day. Oh, gosh. Um, <laughs> Where do you begin? For years, I was like a protector of Zach. <laughs> really? I could see he was trying to compete. And I could see he didn't get a lot of help. <laughs> it was just Zach and that was it. Yeah. And uh, Campbell Brown and a couple of others. Hodgie was there, but Zach would be left one out so many times. Yeah. I mean, that... See, since... Has he officially announced his retirement, Zach Dawson? Yeah, it's all over the media. Yeah, right? it's all over the media. There's rumblings of it. So, today, before the podcast, we, we were just looking back fondly on those <laughs> classic Zach highlights. The Zach yeah, attack. I did type in Zach Dawson highlights on YouTube. Many hits. Well, it came up with a 12-minute video. <laughs> it's surprising, really. Part of that 12-minute video, because you linked it to me, was that game against Anthony Rocker. Yeah. And... That was just shocking. Well, I, was, like, I remember it. Yeah, I, I was there. Yeah. I was there, but it's been many years since I've seen it. And I wasn't... And by the end of that game, I wasn't angry at Dawson. I was angry at Clarko. Why? Because you think threw him in the deep end, basically. Yeah. yeah. Was It was Clarko. I was angry at the coach anyway, whether it I was Clarko been, or I whatever. think it would have been Clarko by then. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean... <sighs> That it was it was pretty bad, like there was so many like non attempts <laughs> on, on the body. But then his career was over. I mean, Hawthorne delisted him two thousand and eight. We'd won the premiership. We decided yeah. he was excess to requirements. Yeah, well, he um, was moved him on, and he was approached by Ross Lyon. Mm. And I think it, I think it took a lot of guts to um, to go again. Totally, and he went yeah. again, and he was. Pretty damn good for St Kilda. I mean, they even made him a swingman at one point. I remember he kicked a very important goal um, against Collingwood, I think it was, one day. I've read that just over the years, I'm sure I've read articles where he talks about that game that I just singled out, the one against mm. Collingwood, and how much that affected him. Well, and, I think and the quote is, the media were full of my name for eight weeks, yeah. and not one comment was good. Yeah. Yeah, and you know Hawthorne supporters were critical of him, of well, course. Well, yeah. but the, my point is, the kid had the world on his shoulders. Yeah, it, you know that's really unfortunate in terms of like a horrendous start to your career. That that's got a rank. That's really bad. <laughs> it's a bad way to start. But he did recover well, as you say, St Kilda, and then Frio. Oh, 14 years in the game. Yeah, and four losing grand finals. That's or, a, sorry, three and a draw. Yeah. Well, so he hasn't yeah. done too badly. I mean, the recruiters oh. got it pretty right, didn't they? I guess they did. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess you're right. I don't know. The, the stench of the of the non premiership is pretty bad. Well, he got bloody close, mate. Yeah. I mean, that, well, again, that's a team effort. You can't really. I I don't think any of those were his direct fault, were they? I I did say on Twitter that he's the most accomplished scapegoat in the game. <laughs> yeah, you might be right, actually. Yeah. I can't think of another guy who's that maligned who has yeah. carved out such a career. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I mean, BT's doing all right, but that's in a different and field. And he's beaten some good <laughs> opponents, too. You know. Yeah. Well, well, he must have done for Frio and St Kilda to make grand finals. Well, the fact that Ross Lyon took him with him when he left. Yeah, yeah. Ross must know something that most of us are missing, and it's worked. But that, that moment in that 2013 grand final when Gunston marks at the top of the square. Because <laughs> I was a bit worried that day. I thought, you know, if if uh, Dawson played a good game, it was the last person I wanted to see celebrating. Oh, premiership hero Zach Dawson. <laughs> Doesn't it just sound wrong? And it was just such a terrible moment. Yeah. I mean, he must have been watching the ball. And then Ross Lyon in the box goes completely ape. <laughs> And uh, yeah. should create a gif of that. <laughs> I'll upload it after the episode at Hawk Talk Pod. But th- is that enough on Zach? I think that's enough uh, on Zach. Yeah, had a soft spot for him for a while. Yeah, I never got there. <laughs> I'll be honest, yeah. I never got to that place with Zach. Well, you did. You had him in your anti fantasy team. <laughs> oh well, yeah, I had a soft spot for him for different reasons. <laughs> and then he got left out of the side. And he never came back. You know, in in a way, I'm sad. I'm sad that he never got back to play this year. That, that's how I feel about Gibson, actually. Yeah. Wouldn't mind him going around 
one last just one time. more time. Hmm. Is he fit? It sounds like Gibson still isn't right. Sounds like he's struggling. Yeah. yeah. But um, but I mean, it's it's just for us, isn't it? I mean, it wouldn't oh, be for, for sure. him. He's done everything. Yeah. No, I I would like Gibson to have one last game as well uh, with Hodgie out there and. Jeez, it looks farcical now that that round 23 is happening at Etihad, oh, doesn't it? Yeah. But, uh, hey, it's the AFL running the game we love. What did you into the call ground. them? The anti-fun league. Oh, <laughs> the AFL seems we'll to be anti-fun league. Chief. <laughs> yeah, because that was such a savage burn <laughs> and I was so proud of it. You did yeah. register it, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll retweet it later. Yeah. Uh, now, we've heard from uh, Noel Hendricks, one of our listeners at Hawk Talk Pod, who wants to know, with this news of Big Boy's signing, he wants to know what happens with Johnny Segler. Well, we'll keep him on the list, certainly. Yeah, I would say so. I mean... His form was tracking really well before he went down. Yeah, I agree. I think 2018's pretty pivotal for him. It's gonna, it's gonna be, he's well, gonna, after an injury like that, yeah. Yeah, he's going to be feeling a lot of pressure, I reckon. Nah. You don't think so? A lot of frustration, I would imagine, not pressure. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I think I think there's room for him and Big Boy in the one side. Yeah. I'd Rotating like, forward? Yeah, like we used to do, you know, yeah. when we had two Ruckmen like well, that. Well, that would help with our contested mark numbers. Yeah, exactly right. And especially yeah. when we get a dual Ruck against us. Like, on the weekend, we looked pretty impotent in the Ruck when McAvoy wasn't there. Yeah, Bruce was uh, looking pretty good, pretty dominant. When he got on a roll. He's very large, that boy. He is huge, yeah. I remember seeing Bruce up close at the JLT. He is massive. Mm-hmm. Would not mind him in our side at all, but I guess he's just going to hang with the kangaroos for a while, for whatever reason. Do you reckon he'll be a guest on North Talk? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I love how you tried to answer it. Um, now, we heard from uh, Bob as well. Too early for a 2018 preview. Yes. Yes, I think it is yeah. at the moment. I mean, we we I've got so much stuff to to unpack. Unpack about all that. You know, I think at times we've looked ahead, but in terms of a comprehensive preview, that that'll be oh. coming over the next few weeks. Do you I know, guess. What I'm really not looking forward to what drafting an idea of what the listings might look like. <laughs> oh yeah, it's pretty savage stuff. Yeah, that's not great fun. No, but uh, it, it is too early. Might if just I- wait for the club to do it. <laughs> It's too early, Bob, if only for the reason that once the footy stops... But, I mean, you'd have to we've say... Got, we've got a lot of hours of content to you'd fill. You'd have to say the foundations are pretty sound for, for a tilt in 2018 at, at playing yeah, finals. Yeah. Oh, broadly speaking, I think, yeah, we're Especially with the injuries we've had and yep. some of those backmen that are in form will be going in front of the ball. Yeah. Uh, Bob also wants to know, should we bring back Jago O'Meara to the AFL this week? Did you watch the Jago... I did. Performance? I did. I've got to say, it was slightly overshadowed for me by the disappointment of losing. Uh, that was a bit annoying, to be honest. Well, that's how we treat the VFL at Hawthorne. What, just an academy for the main team? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, they would. It, it's fair to say that Essendon would have won the game easily if Jager hadn't played. Yeah, yeah, probably. Um, yeah, Jager was fantastic. I mean... What did he have? Three goals? Three goals, 29 touches. Yeah. A few clearances under his belt as well. very clean for yep. a player back in the game. He was, and it was so exciting when he and hit he that looked, first goal. God, didn't he look like he had was having a good time? Oh, he looks he like he was He could have had four, fun. couldn't he? Because he had uh, that set shot. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, he looked like he was having fun. And I had fun watching him. And we only lost by a goal, and he spent the last quarter on the <laughs> yeah. bench. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he spent the whole last quarter on the bench. And if he had a, if he had been on for that quarter, <laughs> we we would have won. Yeah. But yeah. Oh well. Anyway, we're second now on the VFL ladder. So, do you want him back in the AFL? Oh, it's a tough one, isn't it? Yeah. Because uh, if he does play, he hits a threshold, and can't Where play. He can't play in our VFL team in finals. In finals. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Wouldn't it just be great to see him just tear it up? At, actually, no, I was about to say, tear it up at, well, where are we playing? Etihad Stadium? No. Yeah, nah, I, that's the problem. Yeah, now that I've stumbled upon that, I retract everything I was about to say. Yeah, the incidence of injuries that Etihad yeah, had. Nah, nah, so there you go, Bob. We're not bringing back Jager. And if Hawthorne do, I think it's foolish. But I imagine the rumblings about Etihad and its surface... 
you know, this idea that it's like playing on concrete. No, you might play the first final. <laughs> Love your optimism. Love oh, your optimism. That's what, we, that's what we're here for, playing finals. Isn't that what Clarko says? That's what Hawthorne does. We play finals. <laughs> we play finals. Well, I mean... He loves his streaks, doesn't he, Clarko? <laughs> we heard from uh, Lwax. Has Nick got a phone line to call in the rant from Canada? He says Canada. Excellent. It's or, catching on. <laughs> or are there too many Grizzlies? <laughs> well, it looks like... I think we're going to have postcards from Nick, aren't we? Yeah, I think we're going we're gonna to work out how to do some postcards, but you're going to get some guests in the meantime as well yeah. who, can, who can fill in locally. But I'll chip in every now and again. Yeah, I'm going to have to draw up question lists and things. And Yeah, basically, Tiz is going to have to do a lot more work than he does now. <laughs> <laughs> I might no. just roll up the training with the mics. Be like... Uh... <laughs> steady, steady. No, I can't do that. Well, I want us to build to that. I think if you ambush players, <laughs> there's going to be a bit of heat upon us. <laughs> That's all. That's all I'm saying. Um, yeah, Find so out where Gibbo's celebrating on the weekend. Just turn up with some mics. <laughs> Mate, I, I'm going to keep an eye on the footy because I want to place my $1 multi bet. So did you have any luck last week? You'd be surprised to hear, no. <laughs> I didn't. Once again, nah, I didn't. I, didn't, I wasn't even standing to win as much money as last time. <laughs> Because it was hard. Like, there's so many bets this round just gone where it's like, no, I can't possibly when pick were that you team. Out? When was I out? Yeah. First game of the round oh, again. God. Okay. <laughs> I'm not surprised you can't pick a winner this year. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Everybody's beating everyone else. You can't. So, so, so Hawthorne, if, Hawthorne go from near do wells to friggin' beating Sydney twice and, yeah, so and even, then Adelaide in Adelaide. Who the hell is ever going to get one of these multis? Well,. I'm just going to say this. I think there are some things in life you can predict and there are some things where my dollar is safe as houses. I don't believe you. Show me. You know something, Tiz? In this crazy mixed-up world, the one constant has been Hawthorne's absolute domination of the Carlton Football Club. So much has happened since they last defeated the Hawks and thanks to our followers on Twitter, we're going to indulge in a leisurely stroll down memory lane. Are you ready? Here we go! The last time Carlton beat Hawthorne, Twitter didn't exist. There were just 10 videos on YouTube. There was no such thing as an iPhone. There's been three films about the Fantastic Four since the last time Carlton beat Hawthorne. Saddam Hussein was still alive. Beautiful Soul by Jesse McCartney was the number one song in Australia. Ray Martin was hosting a current affair. Rafael Nadal had yet to feature in a Grand Slam final. Crazy Frog was still a thing. The last time Carlton beat Hawthorne, Grant Birchall and Cyril Rioli were yet to be drafted. Lance Franklin was wearing number 38. Nick Holland was still at the club. And it was Alistair Clarkson's first season. The last time Carlton beat Hawthorne, gun midfielders for the Hawks included Tim Clark and Nick Rees, and Josh Thurgood was a key defender. The last time Carlton beat Hawthorne, Barnaby French was playing for the Blues, Wayne Britton was their coach, and they were still playing home games at Princess Park. The last time Carlton beat Hawthorne, Brendan Bolton was made an interim coach of the Tasmanian Devils VFL team. Ryan Burton was just eight years old. Josh Bootsma was 12 years old. And six current AFL coaches were still playing. Australia has had five Prime Ministers since the last time Carlton beat Hawthorne. It was still a week before Australian TV audiences were introduced to hot dogs. John Anderson was still at the bar with Robbo. 70% of internet connections in Australia were dial-up. The most used social media platform was MySpace. Since the last time Carlton beat Hawthorne, the Earth's population has increased by over 1.6 billion people. 1.6 billion! Oh, it was a simpler time, wasn't it, Tiz? 2005, some four premierships ago. And thanks to the good people of Twitter, without whom I could not have played tour guide and shown that the Carlton Football Club are as useful as a chocolate teapot when they play the Mighty Hawks. This tour is booking for 2018. <laughs> <Such> a... <laughs> okay, so all your money's going on Carlton or... <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. No, I think I'll do my $1 multi again, mate. Well, we're not the first match of the round, so you should be all right. Yeah, well, that's what we've learned. But did you, you'd you be surprised to learn that there was a lot that I left off that list. Oh, I can imagine. There's so many. I think Chappelle Corby wasn't in jail or something. <laughs> oh, <God>. Ridiculous. <laughs> oh, she but, only uh, just got out. <laughs> but uh, no, that was with the help of everyone submitting... There, uh, via the hashtag on Twitter, I, I lifted a lot of that from people on Twitter. So thanks very We're much for that. We're just asking for a huge 
backlash as soon as we lose to these. This yeah, mob. but we've been saying that for about ten years. <laughs> so I know the bubble has to burst sometime, and Carlton will win eventually. Oh, they they would have to be unbelievably determined. Yeah, it. And yet, Hodgie and his boys would be as equally determined to keep it going. <laughs> exactly right. Yeah, they know. Don't tell me the players don't know. There's a bloody hashtag. Hashtag the last time Carlton beat Hawthorne. Click on that. Have yourself a laugh. If you've liked what you've just uh, heard then, there's so many good ones. It was a simpler time. Are we gonna, it was an innocent. Are we going to release that just on its own? So we yeah, can I just reckon. forward it to our Carlton supporting friends? Yeah, I reckon. Yeah, we'll, we'll make see it See how clip. far they get through it? Yeah, see if it gets any traction, as they say. <laughs> Yeah, no, I think that'd be good. So we should beat him. 12th plays 17th. Yeah, yeah. I, and I just think we're the better side. Um, you know, kudos to Carlton for taking it up to West Coast, I guess. They got close. Until Josh Kennedy showed up and beat him. Well, yeah, they didn't really have an answer for that. But uh, they'll be licking their lips that we don't really have a key forward. <laughs> I think that's their problem. They don't know who to guard. Anyway, they've been quite good this year. They're well coached anyway. Uh, they've got a lot of injuries. Like I'm just looking at their injury list. Cripps headlines it Cripps, probably. Cripps, Ed yeah. Curnow, Marchbank. Harry McKay will be on a test. But are these these names that you're reading out, with the exception of Cripps, we know what he can do, are these really game-altering inclusions if they were fit Sam, and firing? Sam Rowe is, I think. Oh, yeah. yeah okay, he's a key, fair enough. key defender. I mean, these are guys, some of these, most of these guys are out of their main lineup. There's Alex Silvani, not the other one. Yeah, right. But we've got we've got players out as well. I mean, yeah, exactly right. But what are they? Um, what are they good at, Carlton? Not much. Cheating and tanking, isn't that? <laughs> so hopefully they do the, the latter <laughs> the on the latter weekend. Rather, well, they are seventeenth. Yeah. What are they playing for? Well, they're that incompetent. They can't cheat properly either. So yeah, they get caught. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> um, no, I. I just don't see how Hawthorne loses this. I think that's a sentiment echoed by most of the AFL media. To be honest, I can't imagine anyone backing Carlton in this. Well, if Carlton win, um, then they'd go to 16th. Yeah. If Carlton win, it's obviously the end Not a of, big deal. Well, it's the curtains for finals for us. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah, if we, have to, we have to win both our remaining games to even stand any chance. But if they then, get beaten by like 10 goals, then they might reach the bottom... Yeah, and get the first draft pick. So, uh, so they probably on, have to lose by more than that. Be on the lookout. Brisbane are still playing. I be forgot. on the lookout for any signs of complacency from Carlton people, and we'll get the rumor mill about tanking started all over again. <laughs> Isn't that? Don't we just love talking about tanking? Uh, I wish we'd do a bit of it. I'd love an easy draw. <laughs> you don't want us to make the finals in that sense. It would set up our t- 2018 campaign yeah, nicely, of, wouldn't part it? Of me. It's a two-edged thing, isn't it? Yeah, like it I'd is. love the, some of the boys to get some finals atmosphere, but I really love an easy draw. Yeah, Mind you, we probably wouldn't get it anyway. When was the last time we got an easy draw? Well, too right, too right. I more want to make finals because people said we couldn't, and uh, I would could, love. Could we just finish above St Kilda and yeah. kill that debate? Yeah. Yeah, oh, I'd love we can't to do wait until you get your first round pick, and then they're picking before it anyway. Yeah, <laughs> so, oh, so sweet, so sweet. Yeah, remember when St Kilda were like, you know, criticizing us via their banner? Oh. Look at their season. What the, what the hell have they trend, done? That clever banner trend? No, well, thank you. you, can that, you thank, that can you can thank Danny McGinley that. for that. He Who? Brought, he, <laughs> uh, the Bulldogs banner man, Danny McGinley. He brought that back into vogue. Yeah, yeah. Notice how I said he brought it back. It's not his idea. Isn't it? No. Oh, whose idea was it? Well, it was uh, banners as far as I'm concerned. When I was growing up going to the footy, it was th- the tradition of banners to go the, other, the opposition, right? To be a bit right? lippy. Yeah. yeah, like not overly, but say, you know, we're going to beat you this week. <laughs> <laughs> I should write these banners, uh, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm expecting a bag from a couple of our forwards this week. One, yeah. of, the, one of the few times we've been to Etihad for age, I think it's 14 months since we've been there. Yeah, 14 months. So we'll take Still a, too soon, Tiz. Was the last time Essendon against Essendon? That was an awful uh, game. Maybe. No, I, I can't actually remember the last time we were at Etihad. Are you going to look this one up? Nah, can't be bothered. <laughs> Fair enough. I couldn't be bothered either. Uh, yeah, it's been a while is our point, and you know... I'm going to Canada, so I can't attend. That's my <laughs> Can excuse. Can you watch it? 
Well, I'm going to try and watch it. I'm going to try and keep my finger Aren't on the pulse. you got your VPN or something? How are you going to do it? Oh, I'm not talking about how I'm going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. No, um, this will be my last local podcast, and I'll be chipping in um, as, as the year unfolds. Don't know what we're going to do for that yet, but uh, I will keep in touch. Don't worry about that. Yeah. Though and, I think... But it's t- going to become a fantastic mire of rumours and innuendo on this podcast. It's going to be brilliant. <laughs> going to get the oh, trade no. whisperer on. I'm going to oh, invite him. You know, this all sounds fine until... It happens. And <laughs> and also, you haven't quite realised that I'm still going to be editing it. Oh. <laughs> so you won't have that much content after all. Hey, you know what you do get to do next week? Here we go. You get to do the rant. Oh, you give, you're handing that over. Do I get the reins for one round? I would love to do the prophecy, but I'm not going to be here, so you might have to do you it. You could record it from your little show. you want me to? Yeah, you can record it from I your show. I guess I've done 22 rounds now, so yeah, I, okay, all right. I'll do a rant direct from Canada. How about that, listeners? And, and I want a prediction on the final few minutes to the commentary for the you know, final 30 All right. seconds of the yeah. match. No, I can do that. Is there anything else we need to mention? Get on iTunes, rate and review us. Give us those five stars. And uh, on Twitter, at HawkTalkPod, we're nearing 600 followers, which is awesome. I think we're under 20 followers away from that now. So if you know anyone who's a Hawk supporter is not on board yet, share it with them, retweet our stuff, and uh, get them on board. It'd be great to see out the season with that milestone of 600 followers. And... Um, don't expect that we'll just lie down and not release stuff. I think it'll it'll become a bit more sporadic when the season ends. But oh, we're going to have a season review. Look at yeah, look at what our club's done well, what they haven't. Yeah, we'll, we'll still be putting out content. So um, if you're worried about looking, sharing it with people yeah. and there's not going to be anything there, no, and, and looking and looking for uh, holes in our in our lineup that exactly we need right. to yep. insert new recruits into. Like um, oh no, what? <laughs> Say it. Josh Kelly. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's the third consecutive week you've mentioned him. You better bloody hope we get him. Ah, whatever. <laughs> oh, you, no. Don't act like you don't care. <laughs> you really care. Someone said uh, that uh, Matera fella might be coming to Hawthorne today. Yeah, that's new. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think of him? He only plays well against us. That's generally who we recruit. People that play, People really, play really well against us. us. Yeah. Well, then I'm all for it. That seems that it's worked well in the past. Why change now? Why why alter it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to do it. Carlton takes on Hawthorne. I think there'll be a big bag for someone. All right. And it might yep. be a little bloke called Will. <laughs> you jet out. Will kicks ten. <laughs> <laughs> right then. Next episode: the fallout from Carlton v Hawthorne and Langford in front of goal and. Uh, the preview of the forthcoming prophecy, the realisation, round 23, Bulldogs Hawthorne. We've got a lot to look forward to as this season begins to wrap up. And maybe, if we're lucky, we even a bit of finals action. It is. It has to be very lucky. It has to be very lucky. 3.27% chance. Yes. We are a happy team of Hawthorne.